Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome back to The Scorecard, your fast, fun hit of sport. I'm Liam Flanagan, and as my name suggests, I am fully qualified to wish you all a happy St. Patrick's Day. So, here's a serve of sport to go with your morning pint of Guinness or Bailey's. I mean, probably not a pint of Bailey's. You know what I mean. Let's get into it. The AFL men's season start is only one sleep away. You're only a day away. But the real spice of round one won't happen until Friday night when Collingwood take on the Western Bulldogs and former Pioneer Bulldog Adam Trelaw runs out against the team that traded him after questioning whether his mental health could sustain his partner professional netballer Kim Revalian and daughter moving to Queensland for Kim's netball career. An issue that Trelaw spoke about last night on AFL 360. I don't know what you're doing to me, Robert. You're going to start making me cry and I don't want to cry. But, um, yeah, I was... Just disappointed. And while Trelaw admitted he has fire in his belly over his departure from the Magpies, his former coach Nathan Buckley is playing down what will likely be a fairly feisty encounter. You know, Adzel is a, is a fantastic footballer and he'll continue to um, in, on his career and I wish him all the best. Ah, well, that's just lovely, Bucks. If he plays this week, you know, I hope he doesn't get a touch. Ah, so you don't actually wish him all the best. You wish him well, but hope he stinks it up on Friday night. Live TV can be a dangerous thing, as Cronulla Sharks forward Toby Rudolph discovered. Immediately after the Sharks defeated the Dragons on Sunday night, Rudolph was being interviewed by the Matty John Show on Fox Sports when he was asked... You're a bit of an old-fashioned player. What's on the cards for T. Rudolph tonight? And true to his old-fashioned description, Rudolph gave an old-fashioned answer. Probably about a thousand beers. Um, <laughs> Got to go to Northies, try and pull something. Uh, anything will do. Despite the laughs Rudolph received, the NRL did not find it funny. Yesterday, they issued Rudolph with an official warning, a response that Mark Geyer wasn't surprised by. When I saw it and I watched this live, I laughed along. I did get a little bit squirmish, but when he said, you know, pull something, anything will do. Pull something, anything will do is a tad demeaning. When when I heard it, and I given the current NRL stance on shielding its, the game's integrity, I thought Toby might get a call. He's been issued with a formal warning, which I think is suffice. I don't think he should be fined or suspended. I think education is the is the number one thing we should mm. be giving to Toby right now. I think it's it's look, he's a character of our game. And we need to harvest as many as them as we can, but not to the detriment of the opposite sex. Former Shark skipper Paul Gallen speaking on two GB's Wide World of Sports wasn't at all pleased with the actions by the NRL. The amount of journalists and you're one of them that said, we get nothing out of this bloke. Mm. You get something out of this bloke and now we're going to can him from him. We're going we're to you know, gag him. We'll be interesting to see how Rudolph reacts next time the broadcasters ask him for an interview. No comment. Next question. Former NRL hard man James Graham has blown open the conversation around concussion in sport on NRL 360 last night. As I went on the journey, what I did, I asked the doctors some questions about the risks and then I asked myself some questions. And was I going to privilege the present over the future. I decided that I was. I was going to privilege the present over the future. I was willing to take on those risks. Graham, who retired last year, suffered numerous concussions throughout his career and defended his decision to play on at the time, saying, it's my life, I'll do what I want. And last night, he revealed just how deeply he'd thought about the possibility of future brain diseases as a result of playing rugby league. It's a very, very complex issue, and I had to do some really deep thinking about what I wanted to do. And what were the consequences of me, okay, I'm, I'm hanging up the boots because of um, concussion and the potential for future brain diseases, but where, where was the purpose going to be filled in my life? 
I, I felt I personally felt like I needed a course. I, I, I thought about what's the meaning of meaning of life. Maybe for me, the meaning of life is finding something worth dying for. And if you're shocked by that statement, trust me when I say Benji Marshall, who was sitting next to Graham on the show, was just as blown away. Far out, man. Far out indeed. Remember the guy that ended Anthony Mundine's career over the weekend? It is all over in the first round. Zarafa making a statement. Well, apparently Michael Zarafa quite enjoyed knocking out a formal footballer, and now he wants to punch on with a current one. Dusty! 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 Yep, Zarafa has told the Herald Sun that there is a bit of beef between he and the three-time Norm Smith medalist Dustin Martin, and that he'd definitely make something happen for charity and shown Martin that he can't box. So, could Martin join the likes of Barry Hall and Sonny Bill Williams to make the switch to the sweet science of boxing? Maybe. But given he's playing the season opener against Carlton tomorrow night, I don't think it's happening anytime soon. And it's the crossover story we've all been waiting for. NFL meets Bitcoin. Okay, so it doesn't sound sexy on paper, but let me explain a bit more. In December last year, this happened. Russell Kuhn, he's an NFL player. He's going to receive half of his salary. It's going to be paid in Bitcoin. Carolina Panthers offensive lineman Russell Okun negotiated to have half of his $13 million salary paid in Bitcoin. So that's $6.5 million that instead of going into his bank account as dollars, gets paid to a third party that converts it to the cryptocurrency. Sounds like a bit of a gamble, yeah? You got to know when the whole Well, it has paid off. Since Okung's decision, Bitcoin has surged by over $34,000 a coin, meaning that Okung's total salary has gone from $13 million to $21 million. And on the back of that increase, Okung is officially one of the 30 highest paid players in the NFL. And that is your fast, fun, St. Paddy's Day hit of sport. I'm Liam Flanagan. See you tomorrow, even if you're hungover, on the scorecard. Listener.